With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All righty, it uh, would be interesting. Prep football night last night, uh, a lot of good games. It's interesting to, uh, I wonder what the numbers are at some of these schools. Like you said, Hastings beat up uh, Henry Sibley. And yeah, it looked schools. like Henry Sibley's wonder numbers how were down we're doing. a little bit. Yeah. wonder how we're doing in some of these uh, schools where the uh, football team does not uh, do particularly well. It's interesting where yeah. we're headed. Where we're headed with the sport, it's uh, amazing. More popular than it's ever been, but uh, it's. Uh, I think you, know. you just got a lot of parents that are just they're they're seeing all the the, the stories come out about mm-hmm. you know, former players and the CTE stuff, and I think I think parents are just are just scared. I know my sister; she's got two boys, and uh, they're soon to be 16 and 11 years old and she was just like i'm not they're not getting them, they're not getting a chance football. they're not getting a chance to make the decision right right she's just like i don't want them playing football there, well, there's other sports for them to play there's you guys saw and there's basketball and everything you guys saw a six-year-old and a three-year-old out here earlier with their mother and she's not letting them play football that's for sure and i and they're and why she's don't not you alone. overrule her uh i've always <laughs> I, well in all honesty pat i played football in high school uh, and i love i loved every second of it not that i have any ramifications or anything but i have always been a the, the kind of parent and the kind of dad that whatever they want to do i will support i will not push an agenda in any way whatsoever but if they wanted to if they tried to convince me of it i would absolutely let them play uh well, unfortunately i run around you, my you house run i don't around run, your house you i don't, don't run uh, my house you don't make the, uh, <laughs> right you don't make the decisions uh well that's uh yeah it's gonna be uh extremely interesting to uh find out what the heck uh what the heck is the future of here? Of uh, and you know the funny thing is, the more blue collar the town, the better chance is you have to be good yeah. numbers. Yep. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I I know Blaine had. I don't know if they still do, but a couple of years ago they had really good numbers. They had 210 kids or something in four grades, five grades, something like that. So it it will be interesting, but. Uh, Boy, the uh, Star Tribune uh, blew it out for two days in a row on their coverage of high school football, and they get a, they get a real good reception to it. So it's uh, it's uh, it's 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 quite a quandary here, as popular as the sport is with the public, and yet uh, you don't know what the future is. I think we're gonna, well. I I definitely think and we've talked about this before. I think the the sport is going to change and look really really different. You know, ten fifteen years from now, and you know, and if 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 there are any signs of it being safer and you don't have to worry about, you know, concussions as much and things like that, then you might see the numbers pick back up, but who knows when that's going to be. 
Hey, did we play a gopher game last night without a target, targeting penalty, right? Uh, that's, that was good, right? We didn't have any. Did I don't we? think there was one. That didn't was we have a guy that had about five of those last year? Uh, a couple a of years. That was right? a couple of years Was that ago. two years ago? Okay. Duke, okay. whatever the heck his name was. Boy, he liked to hit people yeah, with his helmet. Uh, Duke McGee. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Duke, yeah. Poor yeah. Duke. Duke was pretty good. Uh, he could he could hit him without the helmet, but he kind of liked to hit him with the helmet. So. That's uh meanwhile our bike queens uh you gotta make your cuts tomorrow, right? Noon tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, and uh what are we gonna do? Too well, much talent. All I know is uh I checked the Twitter this morning and our guy, Randy from Cottage Grove, insists that Kyle Sloter should not only be on the team, but Start? should be the backup quarterback. Oh, oh, okay. over well, he's, I mean, yeah. come on. Randy's a realist. He doesn't think he should well, play over Kirk Cousins. Randy is not the only one expressing that vow, though. I saw that. Did I see that on our website? Oh, Slaughter that, uh, should be the backup? Did really? I, I saw it somewhere. Hey, I will say this. Uh-huh. I watched the end of the Seattle game just purely out of boredom. He actually did look pretty good. Um, leading them on that game-winning touchdown drive, I thought—I mean, he's got a heck of an arm, and he actually made a few throws that were that were I thought big, big-time throws. We're just—we're uh, just smarter than everybody else. See, here. we got the, <laughs> that's what uh, we do. That's what we, we got, do. Uh, we got the uh, kid that the free agent cornerback that everybody wanted that we outbid. Holton Hill. Holton Hill. We got oh, yeah. him. College free agent. Uh, no relation. We, by we the just, way, we just got the center. <laughs> no relation, Manny. No, no relation. We, we no, just not got, quite. We just got the center for a seventh round draft choice. Yep. We got the safety for the minimum. Oh man. I mean, hey, everybody wants to come here. Well, when it's a destination place. Patrick, uh, mm-hmm. like we've like we've established here, you know what it is? It's a really good culture. Yeah, it is a very really good, good culture. culture. And you know, I, I I was very interested to see that uh, uh, row the boat guy uh, suggested that not fumbling was part of the culture. Which see, I, I've never really saw that see? As a cultural issue, but I guess it is. You know, it, you do look at the NFL and I guess specifically the NFC. It is going to be a bloodbath, man. Oh, there yeah. are some really good teams. I think teams. we're going to see a 10-win team not make the playoffs. Yeah, the you might be right, man. Because I think the conference is that deep. The AMC is awful, though. These guys, 13-3 again. Guaranteed. You think so? Yes. Guaranteed. Oh. Guaranteed. Uh, well, wait we, wait a minute. We went through the record. I don't think you had them that high. We did not go through it. Didn't we? No, we never no, did. No, we, do, uh, we did with Myron. Oh, we that's right. The, we did it with the, Myron. Myron. That's right. Bad, yeah. You guys, your trouble is you guys are cautious and you're pessimistic. You're not yeah, optimistic. Because I'm a like diehard. I've been a lifelong Vikings We're not super fan. Positive like you. Right? That's yeah, true. That's right. That's what's that's what's uh, carried us all these years. <laughs> it's your positivity. I think I think they'll be about ten and six. They seem like a ten and six football team to me. Well, it's because of the schedule, though. They got a pretty tough schedule. The offensive line would have to be terrible for them to go tennis. Well, I got news well, for you, pal. Well, <laughs> what have we seen to indicate that they're three and one, and they it's, should be four it's, and zero? It's what we haven't seen. Yeah, Pat, healthy bodies, including elf elf line. Uh, well, what what is the deal here? Why don't why don't we get? When do they have to start giving us information next week? I think on it's. Elf line, I right? actually believe it's yeah. when next they Wednesday? make the the final cuts, isn't it? Well, isn't that when it becomes official? And, and we were talking with Collar this this morning, me and Judd were, and he said that it sounds like week one, Brett Jones will be starting at center, and you know whatever happens after that happens, but it does not look like Elfline will be ready week one. So. That's not a good sign at all. I, this was supposed to be just a week or two setback. I thought. When we were told at the beginning of training camp, 
And now if they're, if he's not ready for week one, what? What's this the, is kind of like Ir, it's the Irv Santana's finger see? of football, right? See? <laughs> How's that finger coming now? <laughs> they should have cut the damn thing off, and then he could have come back. You know, re- you're reminding me of one of my favorite stories of the it's last couple of years fingers, in Irv. the baseball playoffs when Trevor Bauer's pinky is bleeding from the side yeah. and the, at the Sky Dome. In the and, a- ALCS. and Terry Francona yeah. comes out and he looks at the umpire and says, no, nah, I think he's going to be okay. It's, <laughs> there's a pool of blood. That was road. when he injured himself with the drone, right? Oh, that's, yep, yeah. yep, that's Cut exactly it, yeah. why. They, they got to get open. him back. I want, they didn't get a pitcher today. Huh? I thought they might get a reliever. Oh, you know what? Wouldn't. That's a good point. I, haven't even, at the I base, thought they might. It, did the deadline time? pass? I don't know if it's the middle. No, it's probably 11 o'clock at night. Okay. Right? Central time. Because uh, the Yankees got McCutcheon. We learned that yesterday. Now, oh, why are they, boy, they is, that a, they? is that a bad sign for Judge? Yes, I think that's exactly why. Uh, oh, Josh Donaldson. Where did he go? Oh, he cleared waivers. I'm sorry. He cleared oh, well, waivers. That doesn't do you any good. Uh, the Dodgers acquired Ryan Madsen from the Philadelphia, Ooh, or no, from yeah. the, uh, from the uh, excuse me, from the Washington that Nationals. That would have been a good pickup for Cleveland right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Brewers acquired Xavier Cedeno from the White Sox. Ooh, he's pretty good. He's a lefty reliever. Yes, he is. Uh, I don't know why the White Sox are doing that. Uh, the Athletics acquired a guy, I've never heard of this guy, Corey Gerain from the Rangers. I don't know. No, he's a uh, right-handed. Uh, relief pitcher. Uh, let's see. I was uh, wondering if Taylor oh. Rogers covered. I, if Taylor Taylor Rogers cleared waivers. Yeah. Pat, the Cubs have signed Jaime Garcia to a minor league contract. All right, that's good. <laughs> so the Blue Jays just cut ties with him, huh? Well, they, he Garcia. cleared waivers. Donaldson, you're talking about? No, no guys, Garcia. Garcia. Oh, Garcia. Yeah, they must have. They must have. They they just DFA him or something? I don't know. Maybe we should trade for him again. That was fun when we traded him twice <laughs> last year. That's right. Okay, uh, we're at the State Fair, the Ride with Racy, last ever show at the State Fair. Uh, we will be back, and uh, we still got Row the Boat guy down here. He's, uh, he's very fired up. Uh, not fired up enough to actually go to the game, but he's uh, very fired Ladies, ladies, please. Clear the space so that the man can do the radio show. Patrick James Stephen Royce live at the Minnesota State Fair. Wow, do you have a crowd out here, sir? Uh, my friend Sarah is no longer in the pedal pop idea. What? She's no longer in the traveling tap business. She sold her business. She was a traveling Sarah, tapper. I'm very upset with you right yes, now. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that was, uh, although she damn near killed herself falling off at once, right, <laughs> didn't you? Oh, that yeah, someone it. dropped her. That, that wasn't was her fault. Anyway, Come on. Okay. Well, anyway, the traveling tap has been sold, but we recommend it highly. I don't know. Drinking and exercising don't mix. Oh, we should get you on one of those. We'll get you a Diet Coke traveling tap. Yeah, right. Hey, that'd be good. You think we could have that? The D.C. could be our traveling tap sponsor. We have to stop. I have to pee. I think I would be good running the bachelorette party. Oh, my God. On a traveling tap. Patrick holding court. We'd have a little discipline. All right. We're leaving. If you're not ready, we're leaving. Right. You know, so, okay. Get out here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'd only go listen to country music, too. That'd we be all right. We wouldn't listen to any of that other stuff. That'd so. be all right. All right. Uh, so we are at the Minnesota State Fair. All right. Reavers, Manny, you've both been out here. Yes, sir. Explain <laughs> the phenomenon that is the Minnesota State Fair to me. I've actually been going to it for 50 years and don't understand Go ahead, Manny. You start. Uh, eat a lot of food. 
Yeah, yeah, but the the in the, the sweltering heat, ha- the culture of having to be here two or three times is uh, what uh, is. Did I use the word culture? Yes, you did. Oh, oh, yeah, you boy, did. Boy, boy, but that's the fun. right way to use culture. The culture of of, of this many people showing up. What? What's, I think you know what what's I think. The appeal. I think I know what it is. Um, obviously, it's it's coordinated around uh, a time where it's convenient for people that have made it kind of a part of their a part yes. of their summertime existence. But here's why we love it. Okay. Okay. Because what do we love more than anything? It's the one of us angle. It's the we own this. It's the the, the sense that um, we have the best state fair in the country. It's okay. It's the, it's it's all of that, and it's because mm-hmm. it's we stations got that. Like, we now have the best football stadium in the country, right. even if we don't. We haven't seen the others. That, just well, that's we right. Have, and right. now with the explosion yeah. of all the different you know themed places, whether it's the the brand new hangar uh, that's up here, all of the different craft beer exhibits, all the food. It's the ability to continue to reinvent itself year after year is, I think, what really, why, why people like but, coming but, out here. But, Chris, 94% of it never changes. That's true. That is you true. Know, never changes. But all it they takes add, is, is... They add some different foods, but... All it, but that's all it takes, though, yeah. I think. That's all, all it takes is for one... For people to find out about one thing that's going to be added or one thing that's going to be changed, even if it's like one thing, and everybody flocks to it. Yeah, that's that is true. But I get, you know, I just, uh, you know, I, I I I have a hard time with it. I I just don't. I mean, I don't mind it, but I just don't understand. <laughs> Okay. And this is why we, y'all never see me at the no, State Fair no, I mean, ever again. I mean, uh, I mean, I like calories as much as the next guy, but I don't need a great big bucket of cookies. You know, I will say, I rarely gu- see you eat stuff out here. Well, you know, I've had a prano pup yesterday and a prano pup today. I had a, uh, I took home turkey sandwiches for the wife and I. The deep fried ravioli is fantastic. And the deep fried ravioli. we got to get you one of those big super dogs I don't hog it. I mean, I'm not like going to go buy a 12-pound salted nut roll or some damn thing like that. (laughs) You know, it's uh, You should have seen, by the way. Interesting phenomenon. Speaking of that, here's Minnesota to a T, boys. You guys both met my dad, Frugal Fran, as I like okay, to call him. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. he knows a, he knows a buy when he can get one. So we had to go over to the CCO booth so he could go watch John Hines in his last show. So we walked over there. It's nice to know he's loyal to uh, yeah, I know. his son's employer. Yeah, exactly. He's now ne- he's got a radio at home, <laughs> right, on the kitchen table that has never moved off WCCO. God right? no, no. His it's, truck. As Joe says it's grease. It's greased right in. Into the, you couldn't move it if you wanted to. So we walk over there, and of course, there's the uh, the mini donut uh, booth that's just yeah. just down the street from there. So he walks back. With this gigantic bag, and it's my whole family is there. And I said, Dad, why did you buy four of these? He goes, well, it was four for $20, or it was you know, $7 for yeah. one bag. So oh, he saw sure. value. Oh, he saw that. He, he saw value. value. Yeah. I drive my wife nuts, by the way, with the BOGO. She'll tell me to uh, you know, get some, I don't know, pretzels or something. And then sure. I'll find them two for, you know, two for five bucks, so I bring her home. I don't want that many pretzels. I just want a few pretzels. <laughs> the best you know? is when you have. So now you got to let them like get stale. Right. Hey, I got a deal on them, but uh, we didn't. What eat. was the best when you guys had to purge the house because you had the uh, the great big Costco run? Wasn't that a, a couple of years ago, where you had the uh, the sister in law come in and 
Say, hey, oh, uh, yeah, we got dental found, floss. She found all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I, I said that uh, she, you know, because every time we needed dental floss, I went and bought dental floss. And then one day I was at Costco, apparently, and I bought dental floss that was sitting somewhere out in the garage. He called me. And I said, Ravers, if there's an there. army. <laughs> I said, I just seen the movie Normandy, you know. Yep. And I said, I mean, Dunkirk. I just seen the movie Dunkirk. And I said, I know flossing the teeth wasn't the big issue there on Dunkirk <laughs> as, the, as the British soldiers were trying to get home without getting wiped out. But if they wanted dental floss, I got it all they needed. We could have airlifted. <laughs> plenty for you. We could have airlifted our dental floss in there, and they would have had clean teeth, even though <laughs> as they fought the Germans. So, That's fantastic. Yeah, we got a lot of that stuff. You know what else I have? I found thousands of the smaller plastic bags. You know, like like the, the Ziploc, Ziploc, yep. smaller ones. None of the ones that are actually. Large enough to put something in. Oh, you mean the, the little, oh, the, oh okay. the sample bags. We got the yes. little tiny ones. And you're looking for you the put. like the big freezer bags, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm looking for the one the next size up. For instance, if you go buy a six pack of uh, of uh, English muffins, that uh, the ones I like, I can't remember who they are. So you eat one one morning, but you got to open the package, right? Mm-hmm. So I I want the bag where you can put five of them in and then okay. take one out. Instead, I got the bag where you can basically put two if you're lucky if you squeeze them <laughs> in there. That's uh, so the one I, you can fit. Two. You know what those are in? You know why? You know what the problem is? I don't know what size is the next size up. It says quart size. So I figured that's big. But you know what not. those little bags are? They're a tease. They're a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> they do you no good. They do you absolutely no good. That's. Uh, that's something that, uh, you know, that that's bothers me. But anyway, there is something to explain this phenomenon. But when I was a kid, we came here, and the old man, we'd have to go through the farm animals. Oh, yeah. We'd have to go through all that stuff. Do families still do that? Oh, or do they just oh yes. Or do they go directly Pat, to the food? Pat, we walked. So Saturday, the bride and I came out here with the boys. Last week, I had to do a, a, a live beer show out here. So I thought, you know what? We'll go out. We'll walk around for a little bit. So we walked through the uh, the CHS Miracle of Birth Center right Uh-oh. when you right when you as you as you are going to leave to get on the Hubbard shuttle. What was popping at the moment you well, walked through? Well, we lit- when we walked through, there was a, a a baby lamb that had been born earlier. It was either oh, earlier that day or the day before. You didn't have to see the actual. No, birth. we did not witness anything live, but it was absolutely packed in there really? and it was probably 11 30 12 o'clock I on, a, on a saturday it. it was a complete zoo I well when it. my grandkids were out they uh, rushed up to me to announce they'd just seen a pig born oh boy yeah that's got to be a highlight i don't have to see that what, what do i care i mean when 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 do they get big enough we can eat it right you know that's all i care about <laughs> you know you can't eat a piglet, right? I mean, they got to get a little bigger, right? I was I was a little bit disappointed that the uh, the, the the giant calf that Doris brought today didn't leave a deposit leave, on the oh, front. Oh, she steps. did have a calf. Here oh yeah, a big one. He just did that to agitate me, didn't he? Pretty he much. <laughs> just pretty much. Just to bug you. Somebody, I have stepped in cow crap. Somebody <laughs> somebody tweeted me and said. After your long and distinguished <laughs> journalism career, the only thing you're going to be remembered for is stepping in cow poop in front of the porch. Your final days at the fair. Yeah, and that's it all onto the porch. And people will say, Patrick Rice, oh yeah, he's the guy that stepped in the cow poop. But yeah. it wasn't just that you stepped in it. 
It's that you drag it all yeah. over yeah. and tracked it through and here. It went back and forth, back and forth, trying I to find paper towels. I am banging my shoe against mm. the wall. <laughs> well, I get to pick no up. No more animals. I get to pick up stage. those. I get to pick up those shoes. Oh, yeah. Tuesday at George's. Oh, so, fantastic. Uh, they'll be in fine shape. They me. will be polished. Yes, <laughs> polished, and I hope they're scrubbed a little on the bottom. I did my best. <laughs> I did my best. Oh. That'll, you know, that is a thrill. It wasn't. There's no way. By the way, are you going to be part of the Suture podcast or not? Uh, are yes, you sir. in? Yes, sir. You guys are going to be back here next year. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll we had back. a real good swan song He'll today. be back here next year. Oh. There's no doubt about it. He'll, even as inconvenient as is, he can't stand the lack of attention. <laughs> you know, he likes the adjuration, right? <laughs> He loves the, uh, he loves the, he, he tries to act like they're, people are an annoyance to him, but he likes to see him out in front. That was pretty, folks, line up at 358.50. Joe <laughs> did, they get him, did they get him he, today he, or not? He was still here. As I popped my head back to grab one of the engineers a at, at 4.30, he was still back there signing. Now, next Friday, 3.58 p.m., can we fill the hall up with people <laughs> wanting to say goodbye, goodbye to him <laughs> so he can't? For his last show, he can't make the, the light. light. Oh. We gotta make him miss the light, even if we gotta go down and flatten his tires. We gotta, we gotta make him miss the light. Joe, I need you to sign my shirt. Yeah, I gotta yeah, make yeah. the light. I gotta yeah. make the light. I gotta make the. Light. No, I think we can yeah, line up several people to uh, come up. Maybe if Mr. Hubbard's in town, we can get oh, him to come down. And he's got to say it. goodbye yes, for sure. Because that's, that's the one person he's not gonna blow off as he's leaving. All right, we'll be back. By the way, I was uh, very honored to uh, be named to the, uh, what, what is it, the Royal oh, Order of... No, 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 you uh, received the Garage Logic Medal of Freedom. Freedom. I better take it with me. It would really be tacky to leave it To leave it on here on the table. Or maybe, hey, row the boat guy. No, oh, no. If I give no, you the Garage no. Logic Medal of Freedom, will you go away? No. no. Okay. <laughs> okay, he won't leave. That, yeah, okay. All he's right. not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's staying. He's going to, when we're doing the show Tuesday, he'll be out in the park. Oh, heavens, yes. Now, row the boat guy. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. The staff has left. Manny, <laughs> Manny, learning from the master, Joe Suture. Don't let the start of the show bother you. No, right? no. No, Heavens, no. no that's well, it. it's easy to get distracted out here at the Great Minnesota Get yes, Together, Patrick. Right there, the dog poop, the, the cow poop, Manny. Did you avoid it? That's uh, that's that's the vulnerable spot. Right so, there. you know, you mentioned the fact that you uh, you took your shoes to, was it George's? George's, over on, uh, I always take them to George's on Grand Avenue. Now, yes. you got them polished so that way you could get them back, but do you have, did, does he charge extra for poop extraction? Uh, <laughs> I actually had done a fairly good job of removing that. I wasn't going to get in the car. Car with it on my and started to get into my car. Oh. I am a uh, novelty when it comes to my car because my old man was the worst. What do you mean? Just oh, you know, tossing garbage yeah, here just, and there. Just threw the was he as bad back. as Judd? Because Judd's pretty bad. Judd, Judd apparently now that he's got a new car says he keeps it clean. Oh my God. Was, He's giving me a ride a couple of times in the old one, and it takes seven minutes to clean off the front seat. He, he and I had, like, back when, you know, because Judd goes through co-hosts and producers like nobody's business, oh, sure. but back when uh, I was producing the, uh, the Judd experience with whichever co-host he had at the time, he and I had to go do a remote somewhere, and he goes, well, I'll drive. We'll meet at the station. I said, okay. 
I walked up to her. I said, Judd, where the hell am I supposed to sit? <laughs> yes, right. And he, got, he just throws it. Oh, back. it was well, everywhere. My old man used to throw the newspaper because he'd, he'd read the newspaper while he was driving down there and, uh, <laughs> you know, out in the middle of the country down there. And then he'd just throw it, read the paper. throw it in the back. I've told the story 50 times uh, when my brother took the station wagon over for his car test in the 50s. Sure. And they do the quick stop. And six empty beer bottles rolled out from underneath. The, <laughs> rolled out from underneath the, the seat where the the passenger seat where the where the guy the tester was sitting. They go rolling out because the old man always just put the beer bottle underneath. The well, seat, yeah, you know? can't and, be wasteful. Uh, the, the tester said, "Yeah, well, why don't you come back? We'll try uh, this again. Try this in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Maybe check underneath the seat if." The, the beer bottles. Are Could dead. you imagine if that would have happened in 2018? Oh, my God. Oh, boy. It would, He'd it, still it, be you know in what? prison. John Height would be talking about it on the news. Right. You know? <laughs> that would be a national story. That is that is true. But, uh, yeah, it's. I, I got the clean car. The wife, I drive the wife crazy because if she ever gets in my car, she is in order to remove everything. And if she leaves something in the car, it's uh, she. Next time she'll go, she'll see it on the kitchen table because I, I take all her. She, she can't be leaving stuff in my car. Now, you know? remind me, was that the same car in which you described it as the propeller went shooting through the, uh, no, the no, hood? No, 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 no. That was the 1954 Aunt Peggy Chevy. That's right. Yeah, that was uh, my the first propeller. car I owned. It was a great, greatest car I ever owned, 1954 Chevy. I gave Peggy 100 bucks for it. And uh, that thing was totaled three times, and uh, there was a farmer out in the outside of Prior Lake who put it together about three different times, painted it with a broom. It was a different color. And my brother turned it on one day, and the fan went right up, looked like went through the thing and went up in the air like 150 feet and came crashing back down. And we didn't have a front bumper because the guy, one of the last times he put it together... He couldn't find a bumper, so ah, he just drove it. Hell with it. it. Drove it without a bumper and drove it with that slash, slash in the hood until we finally, finally got another vehicle. That oh, was a great car. The though. propeller. Yeah. <laughs> Not a real uh, car guy. Yeah. Uh, Royce's auto body and service. Not a real car. But you can take my advice. And That's go out to right. Valley Group. Absolutely. That 2017 Lacrosse that I uh, now own, you can buy one of those for twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety at Jim Paul's Valley Group right now. Because rem- is that the car that you when you got it when you made the trek to Fort Myers you got a speeding ticket within the last? No, no, that was the uh, oh. used Toyota. Oh, the, the convertible, the convertible that's down there in the garage in uh, in Fort Myers drives halfway across the country, seventeen hundred seventy two miles, and I had a mile to go and got the speeding ticket. <laughs> that's what you call bad luck. Yes, it is. That's what you. Hey, mean. buddy, uh, come on, I'm a mile no, away. No. no. What was the infraction? I said to her, a speeding. No, no, but 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 what was the damage? Were you going forty five and a thirty? Uh, he wrote me down. I was going. Uh, I think he wrote me under 50. I was over 50, which would have been 15 miles. If, if you would have gotten 15 miles okay. over, it would have cost. So he wrote me down to like 49, even though I was probably going 55 or 60. Well, it's good to know that they adhere to those speed limits in Florida, where if you're going well, 90 on the freeway, you get past. Here's the deal. We got this road that goes back into the jungle a mile and two-tenths or something. Yep. Uh, the Lee County Sheriff isn't sitting there. To let people go. No. He doesn't spend his whole day sitting there 
to let you go. If he stops you, he's writing you a ticket. We and call I, that. I understand this. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm willing to accept the fact that he got me. You so. mean we call that a fundraiser? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they sit there. But now I, it's funny how often I, I go 37 now on that road, right? No okay. matter what. And sure. Guys will come haul assing by me, getting mad, honking their horns. But they're going to get her someday, and then they're not going to be happy. They're going to wish they paid attention to me, right? Yep. All right. Well, uh, hey, where are our fighting twinks? Uh, aren't we in, in Texas? Texas? Texas. Yeah. Ooh, it's got a fighting chance to be steamy. Ooh. Now, uh, there was rumor and speculation with the, the trade the Twins made yesterday uh, sending Bobby Wilson to the Cubs, getting Chris Jimenez in return, that that meant that Jimenez was going to be one of the starters this weekend because they needed uh, some more relief pitching help. Oh, that could be, yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing is, I just want to know, are they? did they put him on a roster today to make him playoff eligible? <laughs> oh, that's a good point yeah, because you've got to get that done. Jimenez, yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging with Willie Ostadio myself. for the. I'd rather have him for the playoffs, wouldn't you? Because Garber catches every game. Well, well that and What's your opinion on uh, Reavers, Mr. Yes. Baseball? Yes, sir. Garber, is he, your, uh, is he your starting catcher next year, or is he going to platoon with Castro or what? If he's your starting catcher Castro's next year, you're not year. making the playoffs. Castro's got a year uh, left, you know. So. Well, you know, I know uh, Falvey and Levine, one of, the, one of those two, uh, joined Mackey and Judd a while ago and said, and I actually now agree with this, I mean, Castro's a disaster at the plate hitting, but... There is something to be said that, you know, he is pretty good behind the plate in the fact that they have seen a regression because he's been hurt all season. I, I do buy I do buy into that a little bit. And Castro thinks there's been a regression in the pitching. Yes. And Castro will at least if there's two runners on third base, Castro He'll will find a way to get one. it out. Yeah. He'll, He'll find a way one. to get it out. He won't I just think, stand uh, there think, and do nothing. I think Garber's been better though although once in a yeah, while he'll have one of those games where he okay. boxes it but the problem that if, i have if, 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 if he creates momentum in the wrong direction behind the plate then, yep. it, then it turns into a bad game and that's the problem that i have with him personally is you know some of those you know borderline pitches because he's so sloppy receiving the ball at times granted i know i know we make fun of pitch firming a lot but those are the kind of those are the kind of pitches that you need with a borderline mediocre pitching staff that the Twins have. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, we'll. Uh, <laughs> you know who's the uh, you know who's the challenger to the Indians next year, don't you? The White Sox. The mighty Whiteys. They're starting to get a little. I'm afraid you might be right. That lefty they had. I saw this lefty that they had finished the game the other day. Fry. And he's been pitching at the end of the games lately. He's good. He's and by the way, stuff. this Kopech, he is Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, and Gia, Gialato is uh, getting better, however pronounce his game, Gialato. And then they have, uh, you know, Rodon is a good pitcher. The kid so. that I want to see from them the most, though, is that Eloy Jimenez. Yes, and they haven't called him up no. yet. Are they going to call him up I not? would think so. They Wouldn't he be a September Cup? He's absolutely murdering pitching in, in AAA right now. Not, they don't have the guts to play the uh, service time game with him next uh you know, uh, next uh, next year they got to start the year with them, so they might as well call them up now. No, right? but you know who they might be playing that game with is is Buxton, right? If well, they don't yeah, call him up, well, especially now with Rosario hurt and Buxton's hot down in Rochester, if they don't call him up, they're playing the service time game. He's hitting two thirty for his career. <laughs> you don't have to play the service time game. You're not protecting 
uh, yourself uh, from, you know, if he starts off next year like he did this year, he'll be back in the minors anyway. And right. if he I mean, doesn't, if he doesn't, pay the man, right? Well, shouldn't the focus with him just be getting him better? I mean, I don't care about service time right now no. if I'm them. Like, no, they, but, I mean, if he's, okay, if he's, if he's been hitting now for about a week down there, you know, let him, let's see him in September, let's, although... You know, two Septembers ago, he hit well, and then it didn't mean anything, and then he got hot and uh, I, the end of last year. But you know, that's, might as well take another look here, right? I tell yeah. you what, boys, uh, we can step aside because I have some breaking news from Winter Park. We have some roster moves Already? ahead of the cut time, oh, baby. Are, okay. any, any prominent uh, p- uh, players that we should uh, aware make the people aware of? Let's just say that Randy from Cottage Grove might be hitting the bottle a Ain't little bit early. Be hop, hop, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> that, folks, is a tease, is tease, it not? that's right. Uh-oh. Okay, we'll be back. Well, uh, roll the boat guy still here. Roll the boat. Roll the boat. <laughs> still hanging out. He was six when they last beat Wisconsin, but he's uh, very confident this year, even though they're rated fourth in the country. <laughs> well... <laughs> Hey, we're going to get that axe back eventually. We will. That's right. I'm so old. I remember when we used to beat them. You know, <laughs> they were happy to beat us. I'm so old. Yes. You know what? One of the one of the better because uh, we always talk about you know the failures of Viking lore, but the Gophers have some doozies too, baby. Over the over oh, the years, Mace had oh. the worst losses of all. My time. favorite is the Epic was one, it the Mace. punter running out of the back of the yes. end zone? Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was against Wisconsin. Yes, right? it was. I told you guys that story. I was at the uh, you were at the Notre Bush Dame Bush. Yeah, I was at the Notre Bush Dame Bush USC game, and the Gophers were playing eleven o'clock in the morning. The guy next <laughs> to me, and the wireless service was horrible, and uh, I couldn't really even get it on my uh, on my computer. And the guy next to me uh, informed me that the Gophers had just uh, ran the ball nineteen times for ninety-two yards. To take a 10-point lead with three minutes to go. And it was like a 10-minute drive, yeah. too, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. It took like nine and a half minutes. And that put him at like 420 for the game. Jesus. Rushing. And he closed <laughs> up his computer, and I closed up mine knowing the Gophers had won. And 20 minutes later, he looks, and he says, hey, Wisconsin won that game. I said, what the hell are you talking about? How could They couldn't possibly have won that game. But that was the one where the... Punter panicked and missed oh. the ball. And was that Reese Lloyd? Who was the punter? No, no, no. That was no, no. Uh, Justin. Justin Kucic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep, like yep, that. yep. Yeah, but you know that might not even been his worst. His worst might have been that Purdue game when they were at the oh yeah one yard line with Drew twelve Brees, se- right yeah one yard line with twelve seconds to go. They threw a pass up the field and. Got out of bounds, and they let him run a field goal kicker out there with one second to go, and he made like a 53-yarder to go to overtime, and then they scored again. Well, the the one that, I mean, the Michigan game, that, oh, that's, yeah, that's that the was, one everybody talked about. Was the one, that the, was the one where they were, this was the game that was going to put Mace over the edge. Yeah, because they, well, they would have gone to the Rose Bowl that yeah. year. But the one that sticks to me, because everybody talks about them blowing the big lead against Michigan, the Northwestern one yes. was Zach Kustak. They yes. had a three-touchdown lead oh in the third God. quarter of that Zach one. Zach and, and they And Northwestern won on a Hail Mary. They got kind of tipped and caught in the end zone at the end there. And He had the worst loss in the history of bowl games, and it wasn't in his top five. <laughs> <laughs> 
And by the way, the other bowl game that people forget about is the one I was at in Miami. Would be in front of a screaming crowd of about eight thousand. The Micron PC. The Micron bowl. PC Bowl. There was nobody there. Corn what? Robinson in North Carolina and State. Philip Rivers. And the Gophers kicked a living crap out of them the first half. Ran the ball right down their throats, and you know it was no contest. I had everything written, and they I think ended Travis up. Travis Cole was the quarterback yeah, for the Gophers. I had everything written in the second half. They got blown out of the building and. And uh, Corn Robinson. Philip Rivers and Corn Robinson lit him up. I yeah. think Corn Robinson was the MVP. And then we later had him as a pro bowler with the, uh, with the uh, Vikings. And I have to say, in all my years of covering athletics, the greatest sociopath lighter I ever met in my life. This guy, this guy could tell you something, and you believed him. And then ten minutes later, he was driving 110 through St. Peter. Well, he had to beat, got had to beat curfew. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, speaking of the Vikings, do you want those roster moves? Sir? Yes, let's hear them. All right, got? here's who we had to get rid of today. I think the the deadline is tomorrow. Correct? Yeah, is June, that tomorrow. That's correct. June tomorrow. June tomorrow. Got to get it down to 53. All right. So we had to say goodbye to Kareem R. He's a guard from Florida State. Ah, uh, we'll be able to get him back. Okay. Caleb Johnson, also a guard think, from Rutgers. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Caleb Jones. Caleb Jones, I don't think he's going to get claimed. No, I don't think so either with his off-field transgressions. Uh, Deju Joseph, a tackle from Florida International. So far, we're looking pretty good. We haven't lost too many guys. Trevor Mathis, a cornerback from Toledo. I think they'll be okay in that spot. Luke McNett, a fullback from Nebraska. Didn't we just sign him, by the way, not that long ago? Those things happen. Mike Needham, a linebacker from Southern Utah. He gone. Okay, where's the shocker? You haven't got Uh, the shocker. We're we're building this to the end here. Come on, let's go. That's how radio works. I wish I'd known that sooner. Uh, <laughs> Peter Pujols, a quarterback from Holy Cross. So, in other words, <laughs> this great depth that we had oh, yeah. was all a bunch of crap. That's all we later. got. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Quinn, a center from Central Michigan, he's gone. Corey Robinson, wide receiver from Southern Mississippi, is off the team. Brett Taylor, a linebacker from Western Illinois. Jake. That's right. We cut from 90 to 53 now, though, yep. right? That's yep. that's the difference. So. Uh, here's kind of a bummer. Jake Weineke, the wide receiver oh, okay. from South Dakota State, didn't quite make her. Oh, yeah. Antoine Williams, a linebacker from Georgia Southern. He's, he a, also, he's a guy that got fined $20,000 for hitting a guy. For landing right? on Cody Kessler. Yes. Right? And he, so he, he got fined more than he made. Yes. And... Randy from Cottage Grove going to be very disappointed because Colby McCrary, the running back from the Gophers, oh, has okay. not made the team. Randy suggested Colby McCrary should be RB1. And, and Pete Nigerian also was on the Yes, Kobe he was. Yeah. I think Colby could make the practice squad. There's nobody on that list that will be claimed by anybody. Oh, uh, what, what? Antoine Williams might, though, right? He was on the team last year. Uh, oh, I don't know who's hard up for a linebacker. Green Bay usually. but Oh, yeah, he'll end yeah. up with the Packers. I don't know. So they got a bunch more to get rid of that yeah. are more prominent than that. My, my guy Brandon Zilster is still there, though. Yes, so he far. is. Now, these are not ones they announced. These are ones that people have learned, or have they announced? This these? was a team-issued release that I okay. got via email. Okay. So, so there's... Uh, well, Zilster kind of helped himself last night. Yeah, he caught a couple. Yeah. By the way, his brother... Had a big night as your number one rated Mavs. Go Mavs. 
kicked the living bejeebers out of southwest Minnesota. And you know what the crowd was? No. 5,500. What? Wow. For a Mankato opener, 5,300, something like that. Well, the bride and I went down for that playoff game last December. We had a pretty healthy crowd that day. Well, it was an absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. December. So I remember it was... In the, it was damn near in the 60s that Saturday. Well, they're, uh, the they're rated number one in Division Two. Well, know. Pat, you know what we do in Mankato? We don't rebuild, well, we no, reload. Yes, we do. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah. They, now ask me they to name one up, starter on that team. They lit up, uh, <laughs> they lit up uh, southwest Minnesota, which two years ago had a real good year, and then their quarterback got hurt. You know who the coach at southwest Minnesota is? No. Corey Souter. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. And two years ago, they good had a real him. good offense. And then their quarterback got hurt, and they had a terrible year last year. And, uh, and But Mankato, Coach Hoffner's worried about not having the Vikings. Is gonna yeah, hurt, he said hurt it, he said it but, used uh, it as an advantage, correct? Uh, boy, they've done a wonderful job of bringing in players, uh, transfers, and uh, kids from Illinois and St. Louis area and places like that. they got some athletes. I'm just, you know, when I was down there watching that game, it's just a shame to not look off into the distance and see Gage Towers anymore. I'm, I'm sorry, right. but I'm a bit nostalgic for Gage Towers. Yeah, those, uh, they wanted to tear down those walls before they could talk. Well, Pat. At Gage Hall. You want to know <laughs> they how, could talk. You want to know how powerful that dormitory <laughs> is? You saw my beautiful wife here. Yes. Even she was convinced to land with a stiff like me all those years ago. <laughs> At, uh, <laughs> did you? Were you both residents yes. of Gage? I was ninth floor. She was eighth floor of Tower A. Okay, they should have had more protection for the young ladies <laughs> at Gage. You know, uh, some of those uh, good-looking co-eds had an opportunity to yep. uh, back in the day when uh, training camp lasted a little longer. Yep, they had a chance to. Uh, Spend an evening with a Viking or two uh, back in the day, too. The best was when Pat met my wife. He said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. And I, and I saw her today yep. with the uh, exact little same urchins. Yeah, the exact same question. It's always in my mind, that one. Well, hey, this was it. We had a good Absolutely. time at the fair. Uh, you people all have a great time. Uh, enjoy the fair in the future. But you'll never see me here again. Okay, I just, I just want you to know that. I'm done. I've, uh, I'd have to figure out the number of appearances, but uh, I would say the number of appearances I've made at the fair is too damn many. Yes, that's, it is. Uh, you know, the one shame of it, we didn't get one request that I can think of in this, in this last run that we've had here at the Minnesota State Fair for a baby walk. We usually yeah, get a usually, couple of those I think we the baby walk, all those babies are now grown and gotten older. They're all driving. That was our greatest gimmick ever. Oh, though. my God. I mean, there were a couple of years where we had 130 or 40 babies yep. that we had to run them through like an assembly line. <laughs> it started to fall off some because uh, I think people didn't quite get the joke. Yep. But uh, it was a great joke. Thanks, hey, everyone. thanks for stopping by. And, uh, thanks, guys. Somebody will see you next year that's right 1500 espn is kstp st paul minneapolis you have witnessed the conclusion of the ride at the minnesota state fair